Holy Spirit, the living God, and Jesus Christ, the Messiah. How you doing? <laughs> Man, these Africans are blessing my heart so much. The sweetest, the sweetest new wine comments that we get now, guys. Sending this thing out all over the world to millions of people. 25 million in the last three months. It's going to keep going up. Soon it'll be a billion a month. We know it. Because we're just priests in the order of Melchizedek. We're the real deal of heavenly Jerusalem, born of the Spirit, raised of the Spirit of holiness, in the exact likeness of our older brother, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, we are the sons of God. Now, we are the divine royalty of heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion, with the innocent angels doing all of the work now at the end of the age, as we enter the kingdom age. For I see a vision today of divine royalty coming forth in every nation. You're going to have divine royalty, you guys. Born-again royalty. You're of the divine race of beings called gods. In the New Covenant, Jesus Christ said in the book of uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Have I not said you are gods? And doesn't it say in your scripture you are gods? The word gods there is Elohims, creators. What have you done with the sacrifice of my son? in the creativity of that blood sacrifice and that resurrection glory, seven spirit of God, creative power. That's what God the Father is asking everyone in every nation everywhere. The God the Father, the only God who loves you, the living God, God the Father, the good Father, the perfect Father, the everlasting Father, by the spirit of adoption is asking you today, what have you done with the sacrifice of my only Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah? What have you done with His blood sacrifice? Hopefully you've drank in it. Hopefully you drink the cup of salvation, the cup of the new covenant in His blood. See, this is what we're dealing with everywhere is people that don't drink the cup of the new covenant in His blood. But you are commanded, emphasized. It is so emphatic everywhere in the New Testament that you drink His blood, that you eat His flesh, and partake of His sacrifice so that you have no self-righteousness of your own. So that you have no dead works. So that you have no seared conscience by practicing strange fire. Offering strange fire before His throne like... Look at me, look at me. No, no one looks at you. No one cares about you. We care about Christ and Him crucified. The Apostle Paul says, I have desired to know nothing about you nations except Christ and Him crucified. I don't want to hear about, oh, you know, you're a descendant of Queen Elizabeth and Queen Victoria. You know, you're Jewish royalty. You're Russian royalty. Yeah, you're African, Asian royalty. You know, that's wonderful. We all can go back to the first man. We can all go back to the first woman. We're divine royalty. All nations, tribes, and tongues were created by God the Father to be His family. And Satan stole His family, that serpent in the garden. And now... By the feast of Jesus Christ's sacrifice, we're all being restored back to God our Father in heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion. In the reality that we are God's divine royalty. We are the divine class of beings that created this world with a whisper called the sons of God, the daughters of Zion. <laughs> in the Old Testament, they're called 
Israelites. Is this a new teaching? This is strange teaching. Galatians chapter 6 says, To the Israel of God, the Apostle Paul's writings, he called his Greek Galatian church the Israel of God. Look it up for yourself, Galatians 6. You know, how can a Greek be an Israelite? doesn't make sense. But Romans chapter 2 says that you are a true Jew if you are circumcised of heart and circumcised of mind. You are the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob if you believe the promises. Born of God. Born again, born of God. Did Abraham get born again? You better believe Abraham got born again. Did Isaac get born again? You better believe Isaac got born again. Did Jacob get born again? He wrestled the angel of the Lord, known as Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, and Jacob got born again. And his born-again name was Israel, which means Prince of God or Son of God. When you're born again, you are born again, Israel. You are born again, a son and daughter of God the King. The divine class of beings who are born of the Holy Spirit in the exact likeness of Jesus Christ the Messiah. That is what the Apostle Paul taught in all of his epistles. That's what John taught to his churches. That is what the entire New Testament is about. That is what the entire Old Testament is about. It's all about Jesus. It's all about His sacrifice, and it's all about His Spirit shared with us as a gift with resting tongues of fire. In Acts chapter 2, they received resurrection life into their minds. What are they doing up there? They're scared to answer the door because, oh my God, it could be the police. You know, our great apostle, the rock of the church, Peter, is in jail. They're beating him up with whips, stoning him. They're probably going to crucify him. And they're up there scared with doors locked, fearing the Sanhedrin, fearing the religious leaders who had already murdered their Lord and might now murder them. But God poured out His Spirit. And by God, I mean Jesus Christ. And he shared with him his full anointing. And they received it, the 120 in the upper room. And they were filled with boldness. And they proclaimed boldly with open doors and open windows to every Jew who had assembled for the holiday. The prophecy of Joel is fulfilled in your hearing. God has poured out His Spirit on all flesh and we are drunk on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ's blood. We are forgiven as Israelites, as the Jews. We are forgiven all of our sins. For certainly the Jews need a lot of forgiveness. But so do the Arabs, and so do the Persians, and so do the Africans and Asians and Americans. So does the entire world need the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. In the words of John the Baptist, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the cosmos. We have stained the stars with murder. 
We have stained the stars with sorcery. We have stained the sands with the blood of so many wars for thousands of years of every nation, tribe, and tongue. We have buried the sand of our nations in blood through wars, through murder, through sexual morality, through magic arts of religion, through sorcery. Every nation is 100% guilty and deserves the lake of fire. I mean, can you point out one nation in the world that's like, why, wow, that's a good nation. They don't have a bad past. They didn't kill the indigenous people when they became a nation. Every nation killed the indigenous. Every nation murdered. Every nation. I mean, maybe you have to go back a little further in your nation, but I mean, even in recent time, it's like with a guilty conscience. You see Germany trying to do all these nice things in their own human efforts. And you see the Italians, and you see Greece, and you see all of these nations trying to pay penance for their terrible, terrible histories. But your efforts are not necessary. You don't need to sacrifice yourself in the miserable sacrifice of self-righteousness, of religious magic arts. His sacrifice is enough for every single nation to be forgiven in their stars and in their sands, from their wars and from their secret sins. For every nation is filled with secret sin. I mean, we don't even want to open up the skeletons in our closet as the United States of America. Still to this moment, it's not even talked about in any school, any public school in America about what we've done to the Native Americans. We murdered, ethnically cleansed, 100 million Native Americans to call this place our home. And I look at the rich people, I look at the poor people, and I see the curses in their eyes. It's like these sins that have stained the soil with the blood of the natives that were murdered here is still in their brains. It's like they're saturated with murder. It's like they're saturated with sorcery. But God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ say to Canada, to the United States of America, and to Mexico, and to all Latin America, and all South America, and all of the Caribbean, your sins are forgiven. And to all the United Kingdom, and to all Ireland, your sins are forgiven. And to all Europe, and all Asia, and all Africa, and all Australia, Antarctica, there's a scientific community there of 6,000 people. Penguins did no wrong, but that scientific community is an abomination. Your sins are forgiven. <laughs> Amen. And that's the jubilee of the ages. That's the jubilee of the nations. His sacrifice that we are all forgiven in all our nations. And we physically feel the ramifications of that blood sacrifice through our heart cells and through our brain cells. And it's like, I feel clean again. The blood works. Mm -hmm. It's a real working power. It's a nuclear forgiveness. It's an atomic, subatomic, and monoatomic purging of our life, spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. 
spirit monoatomic, soul, mind, and flesh, subatomic, and atomic. The elements of life in this universe are forgiven through all the stars and sands, fulfilling the covenant of faith to our father Abraham. And it's happening right now because the high priest is speaking it. Because the high priest commands it. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the firstborn. All of us are the secondborn. His adopted. By which we cry, Abba, Father. <laughs> no longer crying, Abaddon, Abaddon, Father, religious Father. Beat me up, Father, Abaddon. In Hebrew, the angel of the abyss. And that's why there's so many problems. No longer under that Father. Seraphim, you know, cherubim, whatever that fell with Lucifer. That whole mess is under our feet because our sins are forgiven in Jesus' name. The great red dragon is under the nation's feet by the blood of the Lamb because it's fully applied to all the stars and all the sands over and under every nation on earth now. July of 2017, We've already begun the great awakening of the end times and the great harvest of one billion souls that will come up Mount Zion by the melting of the golden calf that they've served in their heart. They will enter Zion and everyone will see their faces shining with the Shekinah glory of the living God. And if they resist the Shekinah of the free gift of transfiguration, chrysalis metamorphosis, and if they say no to the sacrifice of the cross, well, they're already dead anyhow. I mean, boo-hoo-hoo. -hoo. What are you going to do? Let the dead bury the dead. They're already dead. What I'm rejoicing over is the great harvest of those being resurrected and coming alive in every nation, tribe, and tongue. Persians, Arabs, Israelites, Jews, Gentiles, every nation under the sun coming alive now by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, atoning all their sin, burying their old nature in the tomb, and being co-raised from the dead, and everything of dead spirits, dead angels, and dead demons behind them, and forgiven them. Now they only live in His resurrection life with the marriage clothes of the glory on their bodies, with the marriage clothes of the glory inside their hearts, and with the resurrection divine royal crown of life on all their heads. In Jesus' name. Check us out. Everything's free online. Redlettermen.com. Be blessed. Schools, music. We do it all to transfigure the nations. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Glory.